Hello, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Anna Loder from readabook.com.au. I'm a lifelong reader and book lover and a long-time book club member. 15 years, I can't believe it. I've been a bookseller for 13 and now I'm a reviewer and blogger. This is a weekly podcast celebrating that love of books and reading. I'm so excited to be in your ears today. Before we get started, can I quickly pay my respects to the Darawal people of the Uyora Nation, the traditional custodians of the land on which I work, play, read and live on. Along with the traditional owners of the lands throughout Australia, I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging. Let's get started. Today I'm speaking with Anne Freeman and I could not be more excited. Got to read her debut returning to Adelaide earlier in the year and absolutely loved it. It's so fun. It's flirty. It's kind of a book that you want to give a friend who's going through the crappy time with a breakup. It's all about falling back in love with your own life and I couldn't could not put it down. It was so fun. And for somebody who's not even married, it was also completely fun. Hello. Hello. You look exactly like your Instagram. Oh, just a big crazy broad with a huge mouth. Oh, get it. <laughs> I like to be busy. I think my main problem with lockdown was that I didn't have enough on. Yeah. And I got very depressed because yeah. I only had looking after the kids and that wasn't is great. But when it's the only thing, it's not creatively, mentally stimulating in the way that oh, I need. Oh, absolutely. So. <laughs> yeah, I like a busy life. Totally. It looks like it. I just got your newsletter. It's like oh. you're Oh, You're popping you. up everywhere. It's so good. I'm just sorry I didn't get to visit your store. Oh, it's horrible. It, you were one of those people that I absolutely pictured sitting on the couch. I'm just in awe of you authors. I think you guys are incredible. Well, we're pretty fond of readers, mate, don't you, Ellie? <laughs> this is such a good book. I have never been to the Greek islands or I haven't been there yet. But yeah, yet. honestly, it's completely on my bucket list now. Oh, I'm so I got so much armchair travel out of this novel now i think so you're a finalist for lots of things the valerie parv award and yes. the hawkeye and the hawkeye manuscript yep. development prize that one was first and that was uh, oh my god what moment it was the first time that i thought maybe my book wasn't terrible because when you know you write a book and then you share it with your friends and family and they go ah oh, it's amazing and then you're like is it though and then i got long listed in the hawkeye prize where people that i've never met before read the book and thought it was pretty good and i was like oh okay i've arrived <laughs> It was massive. And then the Valerie Parve was just outrageous. Like that's a, Fantastic. you know, that's a big yeah. one. I was like. So is that how you got your contract? Uh, so Well, I mean, I got it through Hawkeye Publishing. So, yeah. you know, it was their manuscript development prize that I was a finalist in. And then I decided to employ them for a structural edit. So they mm-hmm. offer all sorts of, you know, services to, yes. to authors oh, in yeah. addition to publishing. And so I thought, well, somebody there seemed to like it. I might as well get them to have a look and see how I can improve it. And instead of getting a really long and complicated list of changes, I got a publishing deal. Best okay. type of edit to get. <laughs> I'll take it. Absolutely. It's such a fun read. I read it earlier in the year and I read it again when you said yes to it coming on. You? You're a machine. And oh no. <laughs> I think actually you said it in your social media. This is a perfect one just to spash out for your good reads target. It's not too big. It's not too yeah. little. I don't like too little of books. It's just enough to get your teeth into it. It's a wonderful length. One of the reviews on Goodreads was like, there's a lot happens in this book for 227 pages. And I like that. You don't want to be shortchanged on action, but it's succinct succinct is good, right? Absolutely. (laughs) 
So well said. Absolutely. So it, for me, it's one that I would love to give somebody who's just in the process of breaking up with somebody and having the breakdown of a marriage or something. It's such a nice way to find yourself. You must be so proud of what you've given the world. It's such a lovely oh, book. I don't know. Are we ever really proud? You sort of, I still am you like, you know, he, here's the thing I did. I hope you like it. I'm not having any Beyonce moments. It's just sort of a little book I wrote. And every time someone likes it. I'm thrilled, genuinely thrilled and relieved that they do. And there's just been some beautiful comments, really lovely reviews on Goodreads. My book launch was such a wonderful moment where we had a panel discussion Mm -hmm. um, on the metamorphosis of motherhood. And we were discussing some of the themes in the book and had a doctor of psychology was on the panel and a fashion stylist as well, which is an interesting combo. But God, it worked, right? And just to look around the room and see everyone and it was like 99% women just see them nodding their heads and just feeling it so much and really enjoying not only Adelaide finding herself again Mm -hmm. and getting getting that gumption back but also the way that her friends support her and not in a not in a yes sort of way no there's a lot of hard truths yes but everything comes from a place of love and support and faith in friendship and faith in your friends Absolutely. Um, And yeah, to see people connecting with that, it's wonderful. I'm not even a mum and I'm not married, but we've all aimed to be indispensable, but instead made yourself invisible. We've all done too good a job. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And many of us are sort of people pleasers and our identity is tied up in what we can do for other people. And that's very complicated. And there's all sort of societal expectations and things like that. And I'm glad to hear that you agree that you don't have to be a wife and mother. You don't even have to be a woman. I mean, I have had some of the the best reviews from men. Pink flowers on your cover. You're sort of typecasting (laughs) yourself a little bit there, but that's okay. I love the cover. She's sassy as all hell. She's found herself by this stage, I think. This isn't page one Adelaide, guys. Absolutely. Beautiful cover. Thank you. I designed it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't um, realise. Yeah, because, I mean, Hawkeye Publishing, it's a a little trade publisher in Brisbane. They're a boutique publisher. And, yeah, if you want to be involved in designing your cover, they encourage it. So I worked with their designer. and fantastic. Yeah. I got so lucky with it. No, I was like, I want this and this and she needs to be here and these sunglasses. And, yeah, we've got your little little Greek islands nod there in the background Bougainvillea and the, and my little awards because when you go to Aldi and you have to choose wine oh, and you absolutely. always buy the one with the <laughs> love a prize yeah but they That's are great right. prizes to be on the book cover as well. They're not just your Amazon yeah. bestseller from some random. No, that's right. People's choice. Yeah. <laughs> great prizes to have on the cover. It's my, it's my little claim to fame. So how did you find Adelaide? Is she based on part of you, I think? You went there when you were younger to the Greek island? Oh, yes, I did. I mean, Adelaide is like a better version of me. That's a thing we do, right? It's like me, but I'm more amazing than that. Oh, she was <laughs> so amazing. I miss her. I really, honestly, it feels like I could just text her and we'd meet for dinner. That'd yeah. be so good. That's exactly um, how I felt reading it, actually. I was sorry to see her go again. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, can we just hang out for a bit? 
But there's so many parallels between myself and Adelaide. She has twins, a mm-hmm. boy and a girl. I have a boy and a girl, not twins. So she's got Darcy and Estee and I have Davy and Edie. It's not that much of a stretch. A couple of curly, you know, golden haired babes. She is half Greek. I'm half Greek. She travelled to Greece in her teenage years. So she was 16 and she befriended a brother and sister in the apartment upstairs in her grandmother's building, her yaya. Yes. And I did the same thing in 1990 when I was 14. Didn't have a hot and steamy romance with the older brother. So that's... sort of as far as it goes. (laughs) But in terms of inspiration, because the the idea came after watching a travel program and it was about hikes in Ibiza. Do you know that it's a rock and roll hotel, like Freddie Mercury threw parties there. Oh, yes. Yes, Yeah. And Wham! Club Tropicana was filmed. So that's Pikes Ibiza, right? And so I watched this travel show and I was like, ah, it's so cool, right? It's so cool. And then that night I had a dream and I was at Pikes Ibiza and I I was like lusting after the hotel manager and I woke up and I was like that feels like it could be the middle of a book it's not a whole book but it's like a yep. juicy juicy middle <laughs> the best and so, middle. just so juicy right anyway and so I thought okay how do I get my protagonist there and how do I make it challenging because if it was just some woman unattached no kids no husband mm-hmm. whatever you just book a flight and you go <laughs> you get stuck into the juicy bit but that's boring <laughs> right that's great if you're living it but it's very yeah. boring for readers so instead I decided to make Adelaide very similar to myself so she's married she has twin five-year-olds and then I had to invent a chain of events that would make it not only acceptable for her to find herself in the Greek islands alone but necessary Mm. like she's got no other option but go and you sure did do that thank you because you know the other thing is people can be very judgmental of mothers and so I can't just have her going one day I'm just going on holiday without my family there'd be rioting in the streets yeah but I really I wanted it to make it watertight her needing to go to the other side of the world without her family absolutely to happen and it almost happened like she didn't really drive it not in the true sense she was sort of reluctant yes and of course once there she sort of has to make the best of it and she meets a cast of characters that become friends and journey sort of unfolds that way I love the way that she lost her mumsy clothes (laughs) I know that's right and that's why I had my friend Suzanne Decky there who's a fashion stylist I had her on the panel because she really has this philosophy about how important it is that our outward presentation matches our authentic selves within and that fashion if used in that way isn't frivolous it can really Mm. help sort of uh, form your identity and increase your confidence and do all these amazing things you're being authentic yeah that's right and so she deals with a lot of people that come through that period of motherhood where all of a sudden you know a lot of women go from careers and corporate Mm -hmm. and very fast-paced living and a wardrobe to match and then they're like they have to wear things that you can get into a sand pit wearing (laughs) that's that's a change I've just Um, recently reached the rewards from my sister so she's a young mum now and she is looking for the sand pit clothes (laughs) there you go seriously (laughs) but then you know when you move through that and then you return to the workforce or whatever it is whatever life 
life looks like for you. You kind of go, is this who I want to be? What do I want to be? Is it the same? It's probably not the same as where you were before. It's a reinvention that occurs and it's happening for myself and my peers as far as the eye can see. My eldest child is seven and it's just that timing of they're not little anymore. You don't need to be in the sandpit anymore. And yeah, it can be really a, a profound change, even though it sounds like, you know, what's fashion got to do with it? But, you know, actually a lot. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And that brings me to, oh my goodness, so she's got a PhD in textiles. See, she's better than me. <laughs> she does. She what has a PhD. In, that's right. Hmm. And you write fiction, people, because <laughs> you can just make your dreams happen with a stroke of a <laughs> so I have a background in textiles. So I used to work as a milliner and I've had some other jobs in fashion and event management and things like that. I've seen some and fabulous hats on your social media feed. There's been some fabulous hats from 20 years ago. But anyway, <laughs> and I just thought, yep, I'm giving her the PhD. I always wish I had, you know, sort of primitive textile customs mm. and artisan. It's the coolest. Tra- traditional. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> and then somehow made a, a sort of burgeoning startup out of it for her. Oh, so, you're no. welcome. <laughs> you're welcome, Adelaide. <laughs> I was so jealous of that. Oh, my goodness, that was, oh, this is just such a delightful read. It was a delight from start almost. It was yucky seeing her going through the breakup that was over so quickly before yes. she's away finding herself. It was unreal. Thank you. I it's appreciate it. It's interesting, isn't it? I'm not topping any New York Times bestseller charts or anything like that. But every person that reads my book is a person who's mm-hmm. choosing to spend their time with me, with the words I wrote. And when people like yourself, when, when they say they enjoyed it and it made them feel something and it proved their day or it was an escape or whatever it There's is, so I've got goosebumps now. Time. Yeah. You know, what a privilege and what a compliment to find people not only not regretting that time <laughs> but reading it again or actively or, or sort looking of, forward to hanging out with yes. that again absolutely or daydreaming yeah. about it while reading mulling over the conundrums along with her because when these things happen there's a you could go any number of ways in terms of your decision making and directions and sharing those tough decisions with her I mean that's huge for me I absolutely. don't take it lightly as well whether mm-hmm. it's one reader or a thousand that's a person who's connecting with my work what could be better than that it must be so surreal I think I've thought it before with authors but oh my goodness to have somebody that's just living inside your head and all of a sudden you can talk with people and other people have got definite ideas about their motivations and what's to next I know (laughs) I know and I don't have to pretend not to have imaginary friends anymore this is socially (laughs) accepted right (laughs) normally this sort of thing is frowned upon Anna (laughs) oh but I could have hung out with Adelaide a million and one times over what you've given me. I just loved her. Thank you. I'm so glad. So what's next? Will we see a sequel? Will we see? I don't think there will be a sequel. I sort of left a bit of a an ending that allows readers to choose their own adventure. Which they can the kind of. End, I like that. I have had a couple of people go, well, what? but what happened? I'm like, well, what do you think happened? 
<laughs> I mean, I know what I think happened. But what do you oh, think? I know what happened. That's well, well, I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See? So, no, Adelaide, I don't think will be returning, but I have a second manuscript in the works and it's called Me That You See. And the protagonist is called Lexi and she's a barista turned oh. online sex worker. Oh, okay, cool. Well, not like me, but a barista. <laughs> yes, cool. barista turned <laughs> bookshop owner. No. And yeah, so it basically tracks her journey towards living a life of transparency and authenticity. So Lexi's sort of hiding from everyone and mostly herself. And at the moment, I have my manuscript with a sensitivity reader in the USA because I've got a transgender character. And so I have a very lovely woman checking for any improvements that I can make in representing a transgender character because I don't have lived experience. And you want a half Greek protagonist with a slightly offbeat sense of humour. I'm your girl. (laughs) But short of that, I'll have to defer to someone with lived experience. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. How fantastic. And I think to be able to marry up, I guess, what you picture versus somebody's lived experience. That's right. That's right. And I mean, I've done my own research and read autobiographies and that sort of thing, but I feel very comforted to know that there's another set of eyes going to check over my representation of, as I say, an experience that I haven't had. So So when can we look forward to reading this one? Oh, I don't know. It's not definite. No pressure um, or anything. But, you know, I have high hopes. But, yeah, I've had a sort of little crew of beta readers read it and really enjoyed it and some even liked it better than Adelaide. Oh, wow. Because uh, yeah, quite. What a great compliment. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of fast paced and a little grittier than Adelaide. Adelaide's sort of quite wholesome. Yes. You know, a- yes, apart from the yeah. apart from the steamy sealed section. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> apart from that, it's quite a wholesome story. And this me that you see delves into the online sex industry. It explores themes of toxic masculinity, but also women supporting women and all the things that obviously I really love to portray. Yes, absolutely. So hopefully I'll have some news soon. Oh, well, I'll be stalking you <laughs> to find out. <laughs> you worry about that. And actually, while we're on the topic, oh my goodness, how good is your social media? Oh, thank you. <laughs> Do you? I'm so glad. You just never know. It's like, does anybody care about this? Like, oh, but, you know, I'm really, I kind of I will get seek on there you out and, when I need a lift up. Well, I actually, I recently got a job in social media. So yeah, one of the sort of wordy vocations that I have now is writing social media for clients. So oh, um, through, through an agency. Fantastic job at it. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Honestly, it was, I mean, when I first started my Instagram account, I had nothing to report. I was just, you know, I had a manuscript and a dream. Yes. It felt very strange to start yes. a platform and call myself yes. a writer. You know, that was just, yeah. that was huge. And I didn't feel worthy of the title, but I just did yes. it anyway. I mean, Rightly you just so. Sort of yeah. Repel yeah. yourself. You do it anyway. Do yeah. it anyway. That's right. Because yeah. you, you never will feel ready. No. You know, I probably wouldn't feel ready now. And I no, think I've been on there for a couple not. of years yeah. now. <laughs> you know, social media is, posts are sort of temporary. It's not your masterwork. Yes. It's not the thing that you will be remembered for no, after it's not your you, legacy. After you. It's not your yeah. legacy. But we want to do a good job of everything and, and to be showing up in all our beautiful vulnerability and with all our flaws, you're like, oh. But keep pushing through those feelings. And honestly, the Instagram community keep catching me. There's nothing but support. And I'm so thankful for that. Because that's it. You worry. Like, I'm going to put this. I'm going to look like a bit of a goose. And it's not going to be perfect. Oh, do I look like an idiot using a hashtag? (laughs) 
I know, right? Like scrutinizing. Yeah, we're we're not that important. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I read all your posts. You Social read all mine. It's incredible and... for that, though, isn't it? Where you can meet somebody for the first time and know yeah. so much about them, and like, oh, you do have the trees in the ground. That's lovely. <laughs> I knew that you yeah, like. We've just got to push through. But I mean, you're doing wonderful things now. I'm so pleased to see you so out there in the book community because when your beautiful shop had to close down it was just I mean there you were the next week like still here and I was like yeah you are oh thank you well I'm trying to replicate the nice bookish community that I had in the shop and make it online instead because I doubt I will ever get a a nicer shop than I had and I don't want to wait for forever and (laughs) no that's right yeah do what I can now kind of feels definitely definitely and you know that perpetual forward motion will deposit you somewhere that you didn't anticipate being oh thank you that's you know and saying it yeah but but sitting at home and going like oh I don't know what to do next like just keep moving forward and it's amazing how doors open and opportunities present and yes you meet people that you didn't know absolutely absolutely so well said now in your last newsletter and by the way I do love getting your newsletters but you mentioned that I really want to find out about more about not doing so much and trying not to be so busy rushing women's syndrome rushing women's syndrome by dr libby mitchell and she is like a nutritionist and biomedical amazingness something not her actual title (laughs) And, and she's coined the term rushing women's syndrome and it's this constantly living in a state of stress because of your to-do list basically and that explains Mm -hmm. the sort of physiological response to keeping your body in a state of stress and what that does to you because basically you're in fight or flight mode rather than rest and digest. Sometimes I need that adrenaline. <laughs> I know we do, but we don't need it 24 hours a day. Yeah. You know? That's right. And it's just been fascinating. And I listen to it via audiobook, which is my go-to these days, just with multitasking and being a rushing woman. Good um, anyway, so I read it and it's it's quite complicated. It talks about the roles of the endocrine system in the body and how hormones work and interact with one another and what their functions are. And it's quite, for me, it's quite advanced science, even though she's giving the basic entry level version. But I had to slow down the audio book to, oh, to 80%. The brain doesn't keep up with the information <laughs> so but well. What a good way to read though. What a good thing to have in your head. It was wonderful. So I've tried to make positive changes in line with the recommendations. And the main one is breathe and not just these little shallow ones that only just keep us alive, but big breaths, because that's the only way you can really tell your body that you're not being pursued by a tiger. Oh, wow. Gosh, I will have to read this book. It sounds you really incredible. do. It's it a sounds must like audio is the way to go as well. I bought the book to refer to because there's sort of yeah. strategies and information about different supplements and blood tests and it's mm-hmm. been a life changer, honestly. Yeah. But we do, we rush. It's like we're on fire the whole time. When I started it, I was thinking, well, how is reading this book going to help me? Because the to-do list is long. Yeah. And it keeps getting we out. We're trying to lead busy full life. 
time and that's right. a lot of stuff to get done it's like just chill out <laughs> and just take a moment and it's about finding those little moments and reminding yourself that you're not in mortal peril several times a day one of the things is practicing gratitude and it's like we have a tendency and I know I do to begrudge the to-do list but the to-do list represents my dream life mm, I'm yes. busy in a very fulfilling way absolutely and yeah so not all the things I have to do but all the things I get to do words matter mm. Anna we know they do I know it's been a life changer so yeah I mean look yeah. to anyone listening by returning to Adelaide but also by rushing <laughs> yeah, by return to Adelaide subscribe <laughs> to the newsletter get all of these packs, fill your mind yeah. up again with because it was just yeah <laughs> it really made me stop and think and all I saw was the title and I knew that it was something that I should be looking into and so thank you very much for giving me the well, thanks for actually reading my newsletter how about oh that? I love your newsletter well, it's a very cool <laughs> thank you so much for this I what a lovely oh, time thank I you I feel like I know you it. yeah it does feel like we go way back <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> Okay, so that's it for this conversation. Thank you so much for joining me. Please leave a review wherever you can, but especially where you found my Readable podcast. If you'd like more connection, please head on over to thereadable.com.au. There's plenty of book reviews and recommendations there, and that's also where you'll find my blog. And I would love, love, love to welcome you into our community. There's a membership page on readable.com.au. There are three levels. The first is free, and I'm so hoping that you would like to help me build my online community where we can enjoy reading more together. Thank you.